everyone. Welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're just finding us, please hang out, listen, give it a shot. And if you like what you hear, give us five stars, even better, and subscribe. It goes a long way. Rich Chastler to my left. Hey. Sarah Halstead to my right. Oh, <laughs> hi. How are you? You're so cute. <laughs> I've been told. No, and I like, I like, I like that you're wearing this shirt that we got in Michigan. We did. We had to buy this in Michigan at an emergency. Yeah, we had to make an emergency Target. Yeah, Target literally <laughs> has that. Like, Target's there for two reasons: one, school stuff; two, emergency clothing. It was. It was. Yeah, we took a trip and just a little light on the luggage, and it looks fantastic. I love the color. It's not quite teal, but it's not it's quite sort of aqua. Like, yeah. I don't really know what you call it. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. And then what are we drinking? Today, on Drinking During Business Hours, we're drinking one of my all-time favorite grapes, Merlot. Mm. And I like Merlot. I do, too. I like Merlot, too. And Merlot gets such a terrible rap because of the movie Sideways. Yes. You know, because they were screaming through the movie, you know, I won't drink any effing Merlot. No Merlot. Which was a great script. Really entertaining, wildly, wildly successful Oh, film. yeah, fantastic Holy movie. shit, was it successful. But it really killed the market it for Merlot. It killed the market for Merlot, and Merlot never recovered. Well, you know, it's a shame yeah. because we are drinking an amazing Merlot today. We're drinking, you know, when you think of Merlot, at least I do, I always think about Bordeaux. Yeah. Because Merlot is one of the five Bordeaux varietals mm -hmm. that go in. That's why I always laugh when people say, oh, I don't drink Merlot. Oh, I love Bordeaux, though. Well, guess what? You're drinking Merlot. Exactly. Um, I, you know, you always think about that, but California actually makes some stunningly good Merlots, and today we're drinking an iconic one. Yeah. We're drinking the 2021 Rutherford Hill yes. Merlot from Napa Valley. I dig Rutherford Hill. Yeah. They're good. They're iconic, and they really, when you think Merlot from America or the or the new the new world, yeah, I'm not sure yeah, what I, that I think was. I think um, I think Merlot. Okay, so that's yeah. a great segue. That we is have, a great okay, segue. Okay, so great Merlot, great <laughs> segue, and a great, and a guest, great today. guest today. Yes, we have a great guest I, today. This I'm very spectacular. I'm so excited to have her on the show. We have the very talented comedian and actor Fatima Talia. Yeah. Thank you guys. Hi. I mean, Clearly, I don't know how to be quiet. Hi, <laughs> that was your phone. It's okay. It was like, it's okay. We started fast. Like you got here. No, it's okay. I know. It was, you know, it's totally it was okay. like right away. It was so. such a great introduction. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm at a wine tasting. It's like, <laughs> well, well, your entire introduction was fabulous. You kind like, of, this is a well, good you dinner. kind of are. No, you're definitely it's, kind of at a wine It's the curse tasting. of collecting wine. You described That's it truth. very well. Curse. I was like into it. I was like, this. <laughs> but you like wine. I do. I it's discovered that you liked wine because you were on my show, Bottle Shot Comedy, mm -hmm. at the Hollywood Improv, Monthly at the Lab. <laughs> How's <laughs> that right for now. a very synthetic plug? Promotion, promotion. <laughs> but, um, and you killed, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It was so much fun. Good it room. It was a great uh, room. Right? It was a dope room. Yeah. Like, you are so funny. Thank you. You crushed. You know, it'd be all honest uh, stories, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you know, know. you, po truth. you popped the room because they good. were kind of tight. The lab is sometimes can, it can be, be tight. tight. Yes, yeah. small rooms can mm -hmm. be like that. The, I know the belly room can be that way also. Right, just small rooms have this weird thing sometimes. I think it's because people are so close up to you. Yeah, so they're just staring at you. Like whereas if it's in a theater, and then I also I'm learning as a comic. I'm like some people laugh because other people are laughing. 
Yeah. Right. I'm like, yes. do people have their pers- own personalities or are they like, this is funny, like, right? They're like, afraid yeah. to laugh. So like, it's a smaller How? room. People are afraid to like showcase right. their, yes. you know what I'm saying? And it's contagious. So if one person mm-hmm. starts it, then everybody then will everybody be like, oh, okay. want to like lighten up, mm-hmm. you know? I, I always think it's because people are like in the lab or mm-hmm. in the belly room at the comedy store and they're thinking, are we seeing people not funny enough to be in the bigger room? You think they think that? No, I don't oh know. Oh my God. But I, I, I'm I like, you gotta get sometimes. your thinking together. It's negative. I, 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 know, I, know, I know, but it's I, like, is, it's that what, is that what people sometimes are thinking? Like, oh, this isn't the big room. I mean, so. I don't know if they know what we know. Meanwhile, Chris Rock shows up in the lab and Dave Chappelle shows That's what I'm up. Saying. I don't Sandler. Know what Sandler shows up in the yeah. lab. It's a good workout. So. Well, all of it is a workout it's for them. It's all a workout. It's all a workout yeah. for them. Well, for anybody, yeah. really, because I think all of us are learning that. You know, LA is more of a showcase city. It's not where you go to make money and tour. I, uh, is, uh, exactly. You know, so it's a workout for all of us, it, really. That's why I spent 30 years on the road. I couldn't make mm-hmm. any money. You have to. There isn't any money. Yeah. Yeah. So you showed up like a boss. Thank you. And you crushed you guys the had room. had a great crowd, though. Oh, it was, we try, but you never know. It's like a box of chocolates, a crowd, right? You just mm-hmm. never know what you're going to get. But then after, so I give everybody a bottle of wine. You know, oh, really? I mean, I, I pay everybody, but I give them a bottle. You know, oh, great. The pay oh. isn't much because it's a little room. So it's yeah. not, so I feel so to overcompensate, I give everyone a bottle of wine. Yeah. And I asked you what kind of, you know, white or red, and you said mm-hmm. red. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah. And you kind of piped up. Mm-hmm. When I, so I was like, oh, yeah, I think I she love, likes wine. I really, yes, I get into it. Oh, that's awesome. I love awesome. to go to wineries when oh. I went. I recently visited uh, Paris and we went to so many wineries there and they were like just Whoa. amazing. In and, France? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I'm like wonderful. really into wine. So like that I was on too, my list so are we. So to like, do when I got there. Yeah, That's a big thing for me is I like to go to wineries. Mm-hmm. I like to go wine tasting. I just started love my it. video, by the way. <laughs> I know. I started <laughs> Look at us, I'm like, I'm making noise. You just started a video? <laughs> no, I like it a lot. So I was like, oh, this is a great gift. I'm like, I get to like put it up and wait for when I'm going to make something or cook yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice, you know, little hobby for me. It's never a bad gift. Right. No. It's never it's a just, bad gift. Unless you give somebody who collects wine, True. wine. You're better off giving them just a gift card to a wine yeah. shop. You know I mean? Well, when it comes to, Rich is a collector, so you can get a little snobby I, when people not a little. give you. <laughs> I can get ultra snobby. <laughs> do you go to like uh, tastings a lot or do you yes. have friends that like open up yes. a bottle? Okay. Oh, so Absolutely. you're really into it. We have like, I have copious amounts of Can wine. I try this? Mm. Yes, oh, it's there yeah. for you. Oh, okay. I was like, is this? Yeah, so this no, is Rutherford yours. Hill. This is Rutherford Hill Merlot yeah. from Napa Valley. I hope you like it. Ooh. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Medium now, were body? you were you performing in uh, in Paris? This is medium to full. Okay, I was like medium body. Okay, Definitely. I I did. Um, I didn't plan on it, but mm-hmm. um, I you know was talking about my trip to a couple other comics, and they were like, "Hey, reach out to you I know this that. person and this person." Don't you love that? It was great, and you know what? I was surprised. There were a lot of English clubs. Right, there yes, were a lot. I know, performed so. there a long time ago. It was cool, and um, they you know it was like an expat room. Mm-hmm. And what was your room called? We, that you- I did this thing called Mike in Progress, which was kind of like a. I would say the French version of Don't Tell or something. They oh. do different. <laughs> they cool. do different bars throughout the yeah. city. And so they had, I think that was the most fun I had at that crowd because it was very mixed and different. Um, and it was a really, really cool bar. Right. Uh, and then I did this theater, uh, the Newark Comedy Club. That was a big, really big room. Nice. And it was like a lot of uh, like tourist 
and visitors. So, but that was cool because I ran into like a lot of comics from like Chicago and LA. Like wow. everyone was there. So oh, wow, what a That's grand the New York experience. Comedy Club in Paris. In Paris, yeah. Wow, that one was was pretty big. Um, and then I did one more. It was called Blast Off. That one's really so you popular. Did three shows did, in Paris. It was a good time. That's I was amazing. there for ten days. I was like, why you not? perform internationally. I know, right? Yeah, that's awesome. And they, and they thought I was funny there too. I was like, oh, okay, here we yeah, go. Well, you are funny, <laughs> and you know when your jokes land. I know. You know, in a in a country, mm-hmm. you know, outside, then you really know. Like, yeah, if my okay. jokes land in Utah, I'm really that's happy, dope. right? Yeah, because that's like a different world. <laughs> you said like Utah, world. like, it's like, it's a whole other world. But, like, jokes landing in, you know, a country right. that, of, you know, foreign language. What were you doing in Utah? Um, oh, I'm just talking about, like, road gigs. Oh, I'm right? like, what is going on? Oh. And, and, I, and I talk about it all the time, okay. how I hate road comedy, because I find really? those rooms really hard. Really? Middle America. I've, I have not done it yet. Mm. I have had some dates with some comics sometimes, but I haven't gone, like, consistently. Oh. And, like, okay. I hear different it's a, things. It's a know? different world. Yeah. It's a Rich totally does You don't feel like you get better? Well. That was how it's... I mean, I started 38 years ago. Okay. I spent the better part of the last 33, 34 years on the road. Okay. Yeah. That was my job job. Right. I mean, yeah. That's you know, so money. you learn to, um, adapt, what do you call it? Code shifting? Code yeah, switching. Kinda, code yeah, code switching. switching. Yeah. You learn to we have adapt. To have sets for every different you, room. You learn yes. to adapt to wherever you are. Right. You know, you don't talk politics. You don't, well, yeah, yeah, that's one of the things you try to avoid is politics. Right. Do you know which cities not to talk about it in? Or yeah, I stuff try to like study that too. beforehand. Right. Like, I was going to At least like, if it's you know? red or blue, you know? That's good to know. And then you just kind of feel the room. I right? always ask, you know, you ask questions to the club manager or the barman or wherever you're working. You ask yeah. them, you know, are they like this? Are they, are they okay. like this? Will they get this joke? You can ask and they'll wow. tell you. I didn't know it was that technical. That's good to know now. I'm like, oh, I'll go out yeah. there and say I'm, the wrong I'm thing. I'm surprised. Then- so when did you, because to me, you're like the super seasoned, accomplished I, main comic in town. You. you know, I mean... I, I guess, you know, I'm learning in, in this town. Everybody's journey is different. Everyone's you know, journey I'm learning is different. Because, you know, you come here and you have this idea what you think your career is going to be or how it's going to go. <laughs> Where did you come from? Chicago. Chicago, mm-hmm. that's right. Did you start doing stand-up here or in Chicago? I was a writer. I was a writer for, like, sketch stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I did mostly, like, uh, Second City stuff. And then, like, this was, like, early on before YouTube popped off. Like, right. I had some friends. We were doing, like, little small sketches on, like, YouTube. And then I got here, and then I got this small job working for the Bethany Franco show. Mm-hmm. And they were they had a lot of comics on that show. I don't know if you remember oh. back then. And they we did a lot of, like, people like people in the street type stuff. And uh, like, that's always Right. Funny. So I wrote people a lot of stuff that. for that. And then that just kind of snowballed. I never really planned to be a comic at all. Right. Like I came this <laughs> I came <Wow>. to LA <laughs> to so be great. like an actor and like, you know, okay. I knew I could write, but I didn't even think it was gonna turn into like a job. I just was like, I also I was like modeling. Yes, I saw that. For that like ever. Background. Thank you. Like yeah, I just, you know, so stunning. I did that. And then so that mm-hmm. kind of snowballed effect. And you're, then like so my world was just like I kind of transitioned from like knowing writers to the stage. So like I but, don't know anybody. But how did how did the writing start? Like what did you did you go to school? Was there no. so you just it was a passion? I was and just weird. I, <laughs> like not, writing comedy too you know, is such a niche. I I no, it was just skill. like I was into like Second City and like I'm I'm sorry, uh, SNL and um yeah, the yeah. Carol Burnett show and stuff like that. And like I really so you had have good taste in comedy. Right. 
Well, my grandmother watched all that stuff and I had to, she Good babysitted sketch. us. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. So I like got into that and then I don't know, like early on for me, I started doing stuff online. Like, so it kind it was more of that for me. That's where the idea of writing down, I guess, came from right. for me. Yeah. It was just like writing like what you would call like a, a screen test or something. Just you're like, I'm going to go to this next and this face next. Because I was doing a lot of stuff online. Right. Like Vine was like. Oh, I remember, I remember Vine. Vine. I was doing Vine. And then like, I, th- I wasn't even doing stand up when I was doing Vine. But I was like doing those and I was blowing up on there. And then like. Social media platforms actually. Wasn't Vine like one minute? Or less. Six minutes. Six minutes or less. Perfect right. to I just get a little super short. ditty out. Yeah. I mean, know? but I feel like now I need the skill to learn how to write. Right. Like, I feel like, yeah, I might have beat the code early. Well, <laughs> right. Something when I got here, but now I feel like the game has changed. Right. I mean, I studied writing and I, I was a journalism major and then I started, I studied screenwriting at UCLA and writing comedy. Yes. Is different yeah. than almost anything else. To get in those writing rooms? Especially jokes, because mm-hmm. joke structure is so technical. I know. A lot um, of my friends that write, when I you know listen to how they prepare and their packets and right. all the stuff they send in to get to write on these cool shows, I'm like, right. I don't have any of that shit. But you know, <laughs> what I mean, I, I've had a few, um, a, a few comedians that are in writers' rooms on the show, and, okay. and I have, I've, I've known some writers in writers' rooms, and what I what I hate when I ask how do they end up in the writers' room and what's so frustrating, every single one has said, "Luck." Yeah. So it it's very Maybe similar to what luck. you know to what we're that's doing. That's what it was for me. Yeah. It's you know it's the luck that'll get you there. Being in the it's right the place at the right that time keeps you there. You know that's yeah. I mean I, I was always very like you know because my my family weren't they weren't like oh that's crazy that you became a comic like. When I got here and my mom was like, I mean, we've been waiting for you to spark up the right tree. Awesome. Like everyone was like, you're like bananas as a kid. But like it helped me stay right. in the rooms, like kind of being witty and whatever. But I'm just saying as far as like the structure of it right. and really understanding that process, I think I'm learning more of that now. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. animal. It's a different animal. You know? But so you were outgoing as a kid and very. like kind of, also oh did it, were you very. funny? Like. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, even now, I like I feel like the more that I grow, I think I feel more funnier now because of the maturity that I've become as a woman. Yes. Like, I think when I look at my old stuff or any of the success I had in the past, I'm like, what? I don't get it. Like, that wasn't, you know. But I think now, like, understanding life and growth, I feel like I'm funnier now. Or more well, you've come now. into your yeah, you've come into yourself. Yeah. So I don't know how to answer you know, that question. No, if I you, that. No, like, I, I, I don't know if I was funny, you, but you answered I was it doing beautifully. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. I I feel that way too. And yeah. I look at old material that I used to think was strong. Yeah, and I look at it, I'm like, ooh, I want to get under the table. I'm like, girl, yeah, but, but you ooh, know what? Here's I can't even watch myself. Sometimes. I can't here's, watch myself. Here's the thing Source. about that: the material might actually be good, but at the time you were doing it you might not have been good enough to make that good material funny. That's very true. Because I've gone back through my old notebooks before, and I'm like, oh my God, this stuff is so good. Why mm-hmm. aren't I doing it? And I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't get any laughs with it. But at that time, mm-hmm. I wasn't a developed comedian, you know? Exactly. I, so sometimes you can have material that's so good, but you're not good enough. To sell the material or the right way. confident enough or like growth. Like I feel like for me, mm-hmm. it, it was the where I'm at now. I just really see Hollywood for what it is. I think at the time, <laughs> you know, like at the time, you have this mindset when you're first starting. You're like, I need to be this. I need to 
talk like this or this is what's funny to you then like now I'm like it doesn't fucking matter yeah, this is whatever matter. I feel like do, talking about right now is what matters or however I feel right now right. is what matters Off the so cuff. you're right because I put out a special during pandemic I remember and I girl when I watch it now I'd be like how did this happen <laughs> Why did I, you I did, stop me? I, yeah. It's, I, I hate it. I know. I, I literally hate it. I don't. I'm happy. I mean, I say it that way. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm happy that it happened. I guarantee I it's better it. than you think it is. What I'm saying to piggyback off what you were saying right. is when I watch it and I'm like, you just weren't the woman that you are now. But when I deliver those jokes now, they're much better. I mean, it's it. And that's and I'm telling and it's you, great material. So 10 years <laughs> from now, I recently did a show and I. Because of where we were and the nature of the show, I pulled out something that was probably 25 years old. Wow. But it was perfect That's for like this. That's like a log. You know. <laughs> Let me go back to 1980. Even at that <laughs> right, time, exactly. 25 years Saves ago, it was like 13 like, years into mm-hmm. doing stand-up. The material was really, really funny. And when I did it, it would get laughs, but it wouldn't kill. But when I did it, and uh, it's material about the Grateful Dead. Uh-huh. Okay, and I used to go to a lot of Grateful Dead shows or whatever, and I was working up in Northern California, so I broke this stuff out, and it killed. And I was Are you like, from California? No, I'm from okay. New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, what made you want to move here? My parents. Okay. Oh, you were, <laughs> you were <laughs> young. Okay. Yeah, I was 12 when I moved here, so oh, I went okay. to junior high and high school here in California. I see. Okay. But I never, apparently, I never lost my New Yorkness, you know? You know, like, it's something about the East Coast. You're right. It kind of stays with you. It does. Yeah. But, but Midwest, like, too. Know. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I yeah. remember now that you were, I, I remember that Midwestern thing rapport that you and I ha- I'm from Flint yeah. Michigan yes we talked about this and yes yes, I was yes. Like, oh, right around the corner. and it just it it always stays it does it doesn't mean and that's you think it's because it's so edgy there I <laughs> you well, think that we just can't shake I it I wish I wish I had edge I, I'm like, so like, like, coming I'm so, from Michigan I am such a dork I mean I, like nerdy you know, and dork but Michigan is edgy girl uh, it parts is of it okay are. that makes me feel parts cool. of it are yes Michigan I feel, is edgy okay, I feel that's just like Indiana and Chicago <laughs> I mean when I say like edgy not like you know it has, doesn't have to be like gunshots but it's like you're living a different life than California yeah. you know I yeah. for sure it's, I they spent, don't know nothing about a Michigan yeah. life so when I tell you how long I've been doing I've been working on the road. Mm-hmm. The truth is, a good percentage of that time, mm-hmm. over 30 years, was done in the Midwest. Indiana, Illinois, Chicago. That's what you get the pay. Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania. There were really like good three living. bookers that had 50 plus weeks worth of work. Yeah. And so you could just work for these three people or four people. Was the money better and, back then? Oh, my God. Because I feel it like now, it's amazing. terrible. Isn't it so bad? The, the it's money really was uh-uh. so good that as an opening act, and I mean, when I started going on the road, I had 15 minutes, maybe 20, but you needed 15, but you were also a host, so you weren't doing 15 minutes of material. You mm. were doing host stuff also. Okay. But as a host, when I first started going out, I was making 550 bucks a week, mm. and it was 1980. 788 mm-hmm. 
and he doesn't mind aging himself. I, I was like, man, <laughs> I don't care. I look phenomenal. I, I, you out here living you your best do. life. I do phenomenal. everything I've ever done. But you was living your life before yes. I was living my life. I'm born in 1986. I was like, you was outside, baby. I started doing comedy in February of 1986. Really? That's, That's wow. my birthday is February 17th. Oh, really? I think Valentine's it was the 24th. Day. It was a Tuesday night. It was either 24th or 26th, but that's okay. when I started. Good but time. The money Good was great. Great month. Featuring was seven fifty, eight hundred a week. What? A week. Which I mean, and imagine back then. Yeah. Like, that's right. Really that's what they really saying. be doing us now, don't they? It was really mm-hmm. different. I, it, entertainment just keeps getting cheaper and cheaper. It, it is. What is it? Hence all the strikes. What are they trying and, to tell And I'll tell you something. COVID didn't help. Because yeah. what happened, and the money was fine for me. I mean, I could still was still going on the road and making, you know, my twenty five hundred, you know, three thousand, where depending on where you're working per week. Then COVID hit, and all the clubs closed. Yeah. So when they started opening back up again, they were only doing fifty percent capacity mm. with social distancing in the club. So oh, the yeah, money, because they couldn't sell the clubs out, so they were only saying, "Look, we're open, and if you want to come out, I can give you like twelve hundred. Fifteen hundred bucks. Now, to a lot of people, like what? That's great money. But they stopped paying your airfare, so now you're out of pocket. Oh, so there for was a moment airfare. where you were getting your oh, there was a, oh yeah, of course. I have no idea what that even means. Yeah, <laughs> and hotel. And oh, and they always, really? always, always pay for the hotels. Yes, that's still part of your deal. What year was this? All through the late eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens, up until COVID. Not until COVID. Okay, and then. When they started opening the clubs back again and it was social distancing with only half of capacity in the club, they couldn't afford to pay the regular money. Mm. But comics, we wanted to go back to work. So we're like, yo, okay, fine. I'll come in for 1200 bucks. I just want to go back to work. Mm. So then you'd go in, you'd come back with whatever, eight, 900 after your week, whatever. They didn't raise the money back up after they, they after got they a little go, comfortable. They were like, well, if people are going to work for this yes, money, Yes, they got greedy. Paying. So the money tanked. Greedy, yeah. greedy, greedy. Yes. And now, even for me to go on the road again, the money is not the same as it was before wow. the pandemic started. Mm. So it's really, really hard. Do you see that being the same thing for what's going on with the strike? I'm hoping not. Well, I'm hoping that it's going to change things. And be a, right? in a better way. I'm just saying, you know. But- you know, for but I th- I think you, there are some comedians that obviously get a much higher rate because they're celebrity comedians. Yeah, and so t- to me, like the whole, the the only way to really overcome and and to get to that rate, you have to get on a show. Yeah, you have I to get on now a show. What and I'm then you what I'm demand. noticing. Well, being yeah, that's why. And you're on a show. I know we can't talk well, about it. Well, I mean, you are... whatever. But I, I'm talking about like what I, I don't even know if that matters, girl. Because really? I, I was in. Yeah, you can talk about it. You can say I the can name say and stuff, stuff but, but I don't. I can't be like, oh, go. Right. You don't want to promote, promote it. it. Right. 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 But I, I'm um, so happy for you. Thank by the you. way, congratulations. Honest, yes, I can say that I want. Yeah, and, and we've seen it. And you're. Oh, yeah, thanks, and, God. Oh, and we're all union members here. See, it's the show to be on if you're a comedian. I, it was. It was such a fun. Fun time and killing it, by the way. I it's can say. killing it. Okay, <laughs> killing it on Peacock. Yes. Um, but I had such a fun time. I watch it. It was great. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I had didn't never watched it before I was on the show. Well, it was I don't watch new. TV though. I'm horrible. I'm. I like Craig, but I love Craig. But, Craig yeah. Robinson. And, and and as much as I like Craig, the um, Australian female, she's mm. hilarious. 
we liked her on Love. I've never seen we that. We fell in love with her. She on love. was on Judd Apatow's show Love. Okay, and she I need to was watch more great. TV, especially since I want to be on TV. Right. I feel like I never watch TV. Well, that's my excuse for watching TV. Is, well, I'm, I'm an like, actor. Uh, I'm going to know what's going so on. I'm such there. a music girl. If I'm at home, oh. it's like music, incense books you're very to, zen i, I have to say I like that about you you I'm like, are I am, I like and i'm like i need to watch a I show or like something you're yeah. calm i am my environment when people come to my apartment they're always like shit girl yeah you're <laughs> they're like it's incense it balanced. smells good yeah i try i'm an incense burner we have shelves and shelves of books I'm, yeah I'm, that's kind I'm, of my little books, vibe right? yeah, yeah. A, i need to watch my tv way. though so, but it's a wonderful show, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it was so much fun because you're working with other comics, right? So it's just easygoing, and everybody's like laughing and kind of riffing. So it was really good. It was fun. How, did you, go uh, ahead. Well, I was going to ask so many questions. We're so excited. I know. <laughs> We're just so excited. Fatima's here. Um, I'm but just how, glad to be able to spend some. <laughs> We're time having some good wine, because, good combo. Well, because we really go good back wines. now, like about Man, seven like years, a while, at like, least seven years. Yeah. So, can I ask you? Did you? Uh, get on killing it the traditional way or did. did Craig make a call your nope. agent got you into read traditional way guys Love it. Love it was it. like That's and it was weird because you know how you get in that weird moment you're like I am auditioning I was having one of those like years I was auditioning my ass off. I know mm. I, that's my end goal. Like some comics want a tour or a Netflix special. I literally wow. want in the end of this for to have my own show. Me too. Like okay. an Issa Rae type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I have been auditioning the whole year <laughs> callbacks everything and just nothing i just wasn't getting anything and it just was like uh and then like i got really frustrated and i was sure. like i didn't care and this was the one i didn't care on <laughs> and so i because i my my boyfriend at the time was like oh we're gonna go to these two weddings and they're in mexico and since they're both in mexico and one was in like i think november and another one was like a week after in december he was like we're just gonna stay and like have Thanksgiving there. And I was like, nice. I was just worried about the trip at that point. I was like, I'm done. I'm not booking anything. No yeah. one likes me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm just ready to go to Mexico or whatever. So right. I sent them the audition tape and was like, focus on that. So it was Literally, a yeah. They called me and was like, yeah, so right off the tape. Couldn't go to Mexico. I said, <laughs> wow. What that a great is reason. The best, it's the it? greatest thing. Exactly. But you were like, oh, oh my God. Oh. I hate the universe. As no. soon as you shift your energy to like Mexico, they're like, all right, well, she's happy Wait, about you, that. Let's you, take that. You know what's funny? And give her what she really wants. You know what's funny? When you do that, That's amazing. all of a sudden you get the gig. I actually I know. I auditioned for a print job years ago, and I did the print job that I was totally right for. Got on a plane Crazy. that day and flew to Chicago. I couldn't because believe I it. Because I was booked I, in Chicago for two weeks to do stand-up. I got to the hotel. Mm -hmm. True story. I got to the hotel. There was a message for me at the front desk from my agent. Call immediately. I got <laughs> to my room. I called my agent. They go, you booked that job. They shoot the day after so tomorrow. So you stop caring? Next day, I got back on a plane to LA, <laughs> left Chicago, had to cancel the two weeks. It was at the funny firm. And which it, it's not there anymore. Oh, so it, was, it was <laughs> a club firm. that was in Chicago called the Funny Firm, mm. and I got two weeks there. Okay, and I was featuring, and I literally had to give the work up to come back and shoot. That's a print crazy. Ad. I just think that sucks. <laughs> so that the universe plays like that, but that was very grateful. Plays. I definitely cried my ass off that day. 
did is that why he's your former boyfriend? No, <laughs> no, nothing negative. He was great. We had such okay. a great time. I All did right, get I'm a chance. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Uh, he just, you know, he just we separated because he moved to Dallas. Oh well, well that'll that do, do it. it. He had got a really great job. I'm happy for him. He's very successful. We're still friends. It's fine. Oh, that's wonderful. But I did get but, to go yeah. to one of the weddings, so I was able to. The universe allowed me to have is, is he a give, weekend. Good, in you deserved it. Is I'm he sure. giving you the baby? You need to come move to Dallas with me. We had that moment, um, and you know what? This was a really great relationship and a lot of growth for me because you know usually relationships are very selfish when people want something. Right. And our relationship was great, and I'm sure he did really want me to be there, and I wanted to be there too. But you know, um, responsibly and maturely, we both decided that that wasn't a smart idea because I was really doing great and I am still doing great in my You're career. Doing right. Wonderful. Yeah. He is es escalating in his career, but I don't have any friends there and I don't have a life there. And that mm. would put a lot of pressure on our relationship. And we didn't want that yes. from how great our friendship had developed and how our relationship was. So we just didn't think that was probably the best move. So we kind of oh. left it in a, wow. it's a, it's a very like strange space to be in. Cause we're both like, damn, but I think, we both agree that it's best to just go off and see and yeah, if maturity. it comes back to that then it does well, but so have you been to Dallas? Yeah, I visited a lot. He moved he was already there um when we were going to Mexico. Oh, so gotcha. we had already like knew this was happening and this mm. was something that we there was a discussion for a while. But right. you know, over time I mean and then also like I don't know, ladies, I don't know if you should follow a man anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're over just, that phase. No, but men, you your should life. follow your woman everywhere. Well, I mean, that. you know, but I mean, I'm, I'm, he's very successful and I'm happy for him. And, Good. you know, I just feel like my life changed. And we didn't know that I was going to get the show. And then, like, mm -hmm. right after that mm -hmm. happened, it was like I was. And things are going to happen. They're just going to crash. You know, for you. I hope so. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. Hollywood's a weird place. Yeah, I it try is. to stay very humble in it because I'm like, you mm -hmm. know, we're on a strike right now. And I'm like, what if that means it's, we come back and they. Pick up where they left off and I there just, aren't any projects. I'm sorry <laughs> no. that I'm sorry that you're you know, you get on this show and this is happening because you can't ride the wave of the red carpet girl and promoting and you know, that's I had kind of sucky. Of listen, I was I, if you were, if my mom was here, she'd be like, huh, this bitch been crying. She been sad. <laughs> she been down, baby. She has been down. Like, cause I literally, yeah. the work that you put into this, yes. whether it's stand up or trying to be on television is years. Mm -hmm. And I'm 11 years into, you know, being in LA. And I mean, I've been on other shows before, but this one was like a little bigger. And I was throughout the entire it's the season. It's the and biggest for that show. to happen yeah. was just like, this is season two you're doing, right? Yeah. But then I, I had so many moments like that, which made me sad. Cause like right. I had, I think 2019 was right when stand up started to snowball into something greater for mm -hmm. me. And then 2020. And then we went home. Right. Yep. And it was like home for two years. Right. And that's the reason why I put out the special because I was like, I don't want anybody to forget what I left off with. And then we were back out and then I got the show and then this happened. So I was like, really like, what is the universe uh, trying to tell me? And then also I was like, but hurt because I was just like, I can't promote it. And this was the moment I was going to get my blue check. They took those away. They took the <laughs> they blue checks away. away. I was just like, God, is it, am I not supposed to be doing this? You know? Cause it just felt that way. Like I was just like, this was my first, actually like breakout show this like yeah, comedy this is based your break. this is by like, far yeah. your break no doubt about I'm, it you know so i'm just you know yeah. just with the experience of how mm -hmm. hollywood can be right <laughs> yes a well ride. 
But I mean, <laughs> just trying to stay humble. Tell me but, about you it. know, in a in a sense, it's perfect timing because so. you are coming into your own. You know, your yeah, womanhood, as you it. said she's earlier. And, you know, so you're in this really good place and you're mature enough to handle it and let these things roll off your back and be I humble and kind. And, you know, so fine, but so it's still, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just precarious times. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm I'm in a positive place. I'm like, OK, maybe this was a good thing to happen where everyone's at home. They're all watching it. That's right. it. And then when they come back out, they're like, that's that one girl. Because I did get on my TikTok. Um, someone wrote a few people wrote in my comments like crazy I just realized that you're Maya from mm-hmm. killing it and I was like they know yeah so I was like maybe people really are watching it because in my mind I feel like now and you know this guy is like there's so many streaming platforms there are how do you oh, be famous boy. now it's just like it's but uh, that it's show not like there's three networks you know so I'm like what do people don't even know right. if the show is good you know, I think that's what it is. It's been doing if, great. If the I've been show the reviews, is so. good, it's but you know, hilarious. Like, it's well performed. It's well shot. The cinematography, the storyline, the writing, the, the premise, writing was dope. The yeah. punches, it, it's punch, punch, punch. And we're like silly. laughing our asses off. I watched off. the show. I haven't gotten to the second season yet, though. But um, the first season was great. When first I did, season I was it was really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. The second season you know. is really good too. It's been getting really good reviews. Uh, I I think we're. Could get it there. See, then they left my story open ended, so I'm hoping yeah. that that means open ended. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, so fingers crossed that I'll return. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun on this. Now, this was dope. You, were you acting in high school? Was that something yep. you knew you wanted to do? Yep. So you were a theater rat too. We I was all, such a little like artsy performer. Yeah. You got that <laughs> you just I got went the... to Columbia College and it's an art school, so I was like right. a dancer okay. and a theater and the writing, all of that, and model mm-hmm. doing the trifecta, yeah, all of that, all that stuff. That don't add up to money. Damn. Me too. I, <laughs> play, I, I, I play music. I can tap dance. I, I started musical theater. It's Mr. Bojangles. Oh it's yeah. It's the same thing, you know. And then you're like, I'm going to be an actor. I know. And your family's like, what? And you're like, no, seriously, I want to pick a profession that has absolutely no guarantee whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to do. How do your so your mom? Your tell us about your family. You have I, siblings. I do have a younger brother. Uh, but most of my family's in entertainment. Oh, really? Yeah, most of them. Wait are. a minute now. Let's yeah. talk about yeah, this now. About that a little mm-hmm. bit. What's happening? Ra- well, okay. so your mom and dad, or well, my mother was more in the modeling world. So okay. when I started that, that was like help from her of like leading me into that. My father was more into music. Oh. So my younger brother is a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, he works. Uh, he runs the studio for DCP, which is um, Ludacris's label. Whoa. So he DJs and he works there. Um, and then he puts out albums with people and he tours. Um, and a lot of my family members are f- like really into like music. One of my cousins yeah. is a really huge recording artist. She's done stuff with Kanye. And so, yeah, like I come from a family full of that. Right. So I'm the only one that kind of like leaned into the comedy and like acting. But I was kind of embraced. Nobody was like, that's a crazy idea. It, yeah, it they, more they, a, they knew because it's in the realm anyway yeah. of, you know, entertainment. So they were right. able to I mean, if be anything, supportive. moving to L.A., I think kind of shocked a lot of my family. It's far. Uh, it's that, far from Chicago. Yeah. Right. When I did that, everyone was like, oh, she's serious, serious. And That's the time a, right. changed. Because Chicago has 
They, there's agents in Chicago, and they're shooting mm-hmm. in Chicago, and it's a small pond that you mm-hmm. can easily grow into a big fish. Especially in. I, did, I did great there. Yeah. yeah, I did very good there. I did a lot of catalog work. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of their runway stuff there, and then I did really good commercially. Right. And I started voiceover there. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I was SAG before I moved to L.A. Right. Uh, so I kind of knew what was so what before I got here. Of a, yeah, you, you, had a, you had a portfolio of work. Basically. And well, I was always, when I... I, being lucky enough and I'm grateful for that being from a family from entertainment I was groomed to know when it was time to move to LA right perfect so I usually That's tell a lot of comics edge. that now they're always like how did you end up on this show I'm like I kind of had a plan I knew I was going to be in like somehow end up doing comedy whether it was writing or something but mm-hmm. I had a uh, end goal it's it's good to have a goal it's good yeah. to have a plan you better yeah you this have to yeah, you don't want to just kind of, you know, Honey. just throw, you know, a lot of people. Well, me. Okay. I threw a lot of pasta on the wall, admittedly. Right. I mean, you know, sometimes you, you have it. to. Yeah. Yes. Just how I, kind of kind of pushed you to that. I mean, when I first moved here, I was doing musical theater. I was In doing. LA? Like, yes. <laughs> but that's good. I, was, I think I just it's good to do as much as you can. Yeah. What stuck. You know, I was, yeah. I, I booked uh, the role of Miss Havisham in Hairspray at the Orpheum Theater. Okay. Uh, yes. I know that and theater. I was like, what? Me? I didn't even you know, know they had I, a big theater <laughs> they, scene. They really don't. Yeah. And I no longer had the bandwidth. Amazing. Yeah. I don't even, really? I won't even audition for it now because you do have to stay focused. Like when you find your thing that you really want, that really feeds your soul, I do believe that you have to stay within that yeah. category you to, do. to have your plan and to have your goal and to manifest all that stuff. Manifesting. Do you yeah. manifest a lot? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm just getting into it. I'm learning a lot about it, I should say. I love it. Like, you do, who do you like? Abraham Hicks? Um, I Well, I, uh, I'm with... I, I'm real. Yeah, I do like Abraham okay. Hicks, but I'm uh, Michael Beckwith. I'm a huge uh, yeah, I fan of his, and I, you I, do? I, yeah, and I go to. I mean, Agape. I just got into it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm spiritual. Me too. I, I, I think you have to be. This town could be a lot. It can. You have to be grounded. You and, need a respite. Yeah. There needs to be something. Yeah, yeah to you know, and like I don't diffuse. know. I sometimes like you know, like for pandemic for me, some people said they didn't like it. I think it was necessary. It was so necessary it. for me anyway. Right. I and loved you, it. You, so you went home to Chicago? No. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. You well, were here. Well, I mean, like, I think before pandemic, it was just a lot of work, a lot of pressure. I was working restaurant jobs. I was working mm-hmm. in, like, digital media companies just because I do a lot of stuff for social media. I work in social media now. You're, you're good at social media, Thank by you. the I way. I love it. Yes, you are good at it. Thanks. So I was mm-hmm. doing that. And then I was working in restaurants. So it was just like a lot of a hustle. And then trying to yeah. do stand-up. And so when we all went home on that break, it was a good time for me to really like iron out, why am I here? What do mm-hmm. I want? What do I want this to look like? How am I going to approach this? Because this is a fast. And if you're like just getting here and getting caught up, you'll just be like, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, but I'm at the comedy store. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> you're, you're like, too busy to step outside the bubble and look in and be like, hey, is this mm-hmm. the, the most effective thing I could be doing right now? But spiritually, that's where that transition happened for me over yes. pandemic. It was more of that break to get me to find balance for myself. And that's right. when meditation came in mm-hmm. and like journaling mm-hmm. and like working out and like figuring out, you know, how I want my life to look here. You know, because you look at it as a job. But then you would go home and be like, oh, this is peaceful. I'm like, well, how do you create that peace in L.A.? It means you got to, like, move your friends around. Or yes. do, you need, do you want friends that are all comics? Or do you want some of them that aren't? So no, you, can break you away need to balance. Like, mm-hmm. You have to have friends who doing. are not 
Oh, I tell my friends that all the time. It's it's hard though. It's not always easy. I got lucky. Um, Two of my friends from home in Chicago that I've known since college moved to LA. That's beautiful. And they don't work in entertainment. Mm -hmm. Why did they come here? Uh, my best friend is a assistant. He works like in entertainment as an assistant. Like right. he works for Tyra Banks for a little while. But he's not talent and he doesn't no. want to be talent. Mm-hmm. Right. No, he's just a personal assistant. And then I have a couple other friends that are like writers and producers and, you know, and all that's of them are the really. Business. Yeah, but th- that's the good part. They're right. in the successful area of like, hey, I'll pull a, tell someone that you went on right. or something. I wrote but they're this not for you. comics, you know, because I feel like the comics hang around each other a lot. And, you know, they're always at the clubs together every single night and they don't break away. Like sometimes when I invite the comics to things to do with me, they're always like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I never go to this type of happy hour or never go to this restaurant. Yeah, and I'm like, I know. Comics can be. And I, I know this is going to sound crazy and uh, I can get smacked up beside the head for the saying this. But the truth is, comedians can be insanely boring to hang out with. Well, some, I mean, you it know, I mean, and I know, I mean, again, I've been you doing gotta get some new friends, but when I say boring, I don't mean you're sitting there staring at the walls. I'm saying if you're in a room with five comedians, four of them are going to compete to be see who's the most on, you know, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't have that problem. I, you know what? You're, you're right. If you're around the wrong group, right. unless he's talking about like me, that. I mean, I've, I'm, you know, a comedian, you live with me. Yeah. I've been, I've been in some, room. I just found out I'm boring. Like you know, <laughs> no, you're, but you're, you're multifaceted. But you're we, not we just a comedian. Talk, we, you're we also just, an actress. We, we don't really, and you write. No, we, we don't be talking. Do we, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we just don't talk. I'm on the other side and we have a, Why yeah, not talking? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. I'm talk. not married yet. I don't know. We talk. She's teasing. No, no, he's all defensive. No, really. We talk. We talk. Are you guys going to have kids? Um, we're talking about adopting a puppy. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say, girl, don't do it. No, <laughs> I wasn't trying to pressure you. I was looking like, ooh. We she just, already talked me into adopting two kittens. We just rescued That's two cute. kittens. I've been they're thinking super, about that, too. Where did you cute. go? Um, we went through Wufa, which okay. my best friend, who's an actress, not a comedian. Where is that at? Um, it's Women United for Animal Welfare. Is it, where is it located? Uh, they, I'm not really sure that they have, it's like this nonprofit, it's a nonprofit and they find, um, animals in, that are in like deplorable conditions and they make their, they make their conditions better. So, well, mama cat was messed up. Right. But we got two babies. Was, was, she actually got knocked up. babies is going to be fucked up. She got knocked up by more than one dad. Most cats do. Most cats do. They be trifling, don't they? Because these are, we have two siblings that look nothing alike. So we know that they have a different dad, but they're from the same litter. It's like scandalous. I've been thinking about it. I'm never home. Long enough. Well, I always been worried. Home, then, then you know, you might want to hold off on it. But then when I am super... home, I'm like, I'm so alone. <laughs> like I <laughs> but, do want an animal. But, but you, you strike me as someone that is like, like comfortable with being still. Yes and no. But I've I've done really good. Like I was telling my this last relationship was so mature that I learned like to make my life what I wanted to be. So like, cause I feel like I had so many relationships prior to this and where it was like, if that person leaves or you break up, you're like devastated. Yeah. So where I was like, I want to make my life so dope that it doesn't matter who leaves or stays. Right. It looks pretty dope to me. <laughs> well, I gotta know, say. I'm a believer that so, we are the architect yeah, of our own lives. Yes. So I wouldn't say I'm like, don't have moments where I'm like, oh, you know, I want it to be this way, but I, I have developed a lifestyle for myself. Like I like to paint. 
I like my music and my incense. I have great friends that I do like happy hours and dinners and we do hikes. You know, I have that kind of stuff. And when I am alone, I have no problem taking myself to brunch. Right. Me neither. I love it. You know, reading a book. Like I'm reading uh, The New Earth right now because it's forever and a day to get done with this book. But (laughs) I'm reading that and I'll do brunch by myself. Yo, there's people who won't go out by themselves to the movies. Oh, I will go to a happy hour by myself and talk to Bartender. I'll go anywhere by myself. (laughs) Right, Joe. Yeah. I'll go anywhere by myself. I like me. Right. I'm out here loving me. Right. I I guarantee you're going to walk away with like a friend. I have a friend that you make or two. I don't even need to make no friends. But even if you don't, but Mm. I'm saying like when, (laughs) you know, when I usually, if I go out by myself, I will like meet people. I'm just, I'm outgoing that way. Sometimes. You know, I'm, like, I'm real. I'm like mixed, introverted, extroverted. Like I have yeah, my days. Too. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, uh, uh-uh, don't talk to me. Right. And you could tell by someone's body language yeah. if you should approach them or not. Some it, people can't read body language. Some people, they don't it's care. like, it, yeah, don't you get it, dude? But I would I imagine you get approached. Me too. You're, I'll you're a, stuff by myself. You're a beautiful woman. How you. do you not get like if you just want that time by yourself at a bar? How, like, so is the bartender looking out for you? How do you? Earbuds, baby. Ah, <laughs> right. You ain't even okay. had nothing on. Earbuds. Earbuds. I do it all the time. Earbuds. Brilliant. Sarah, it's off the chain. I do it That's so much. So and then smart. sometimes I'm like shopping and it's some guy being like, hey. And I'll just, I hear him literally saying, hey. But I'm like, and then I'll turn around and be like, what? And he'll uh, be like, oh. And I'll just keep uh, right. the move, <laughs> baby. I've, so I've put my earbuds move. in before. I it didn't want to listen to anything. Yes. I just have the earbuds in my Nothing ears. Nothing is even on. No. Because I need to know what's going on around right. me, it obviously. It just tells people near me, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Uber drives, all yeah. that. Yeah, put them in. What? Man. Airplanes, Brilliant. put them in. I get on the airplane, I t- t- put the earbuds, if I'm not with her. Earbuds. Earbuds. No, I don't, wanna, has, I don't has, care about your problems. He has the earbuds when he's with me, too. So anyway, <laughs> what? It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to go. It's the way to tell somebody I am not trying to listen. So what's what's next? I know you can't promote the show, but do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows coming yes, up? Because I, this is going to drop um, on this Monday. So I am starting to produce my own show. Nice. And it has been a huge challenge trying to, you yes, know. It is. It's a lot of work. I'm in the lab. Uh, me and a friend of mine uh, that I've done the show with a few times. It's our third one. Right. Uh, she's from New York. And she just moved to L.A. It's called Cozy Energy. Oh, that's a nice name. We that's are so Beyonce you. fans, and that is two songs on the latest Beyonce album from the Renaissance tour. Okay, her it favorite was such song. Such a good tour. Uh, <gasps> I went in. I went in um, Marseille. <sighs> it was the best show I've ever seen in my life. Like you saw, you saw it. I went to Renaissance. Right? I am a really hardcore. I'm like, I'm a I, 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 I listened. Uh, I, saw, I was like, watching no, it today it. on the elliptical machine. And with the dancers. It was the most incredible experience I have ever been a part of in my life. And when you leave that, you're like, well, what do I do now? (laughs) I love Marseille, too. Like, wow. How do I go on? It was inspirational, right? Like, it just made you want to be the best entertainer. I've always been inspired by her. Me, too. Um, Like, I've been a fan of her since. Listen, I'm Destiny Child. I mean, me too. Yeah, I am a Beyonce fan, and in every documentary she's ever done, I'll be sitting on my couch in freaking tears. But then that could be because I'm really sensitive. Like, (laughs) why are you crying at like Coachella? You're like, I just can't believe it. No, I. But I think her her speeches are inspirational, and just the things she talks about as a black woman, just how she persevered. A lot of people think Beyonce just had this easy way to the top, but like. To be that fierce. Yeah. And if you watch old tapes of her coming on stage, she wanted it, baby. She was hungry. Like, I love really? to see and it. She still Ugh. looks hungry. Like, she's not resting Style on her laurels. Not, not, 
It ain't never off point. She's getting better, better and better. Like, and, I, and when you think that it can't get better than that, she somehow does. And that's what I love. And I'm inspired <sighs> by that because like when I shot my special, that was like my inspiration. I watched so many of her documentaries and like her work ethic and just the way how important she took her perfection. You can't be perfect, but she took her painting very like important. And that that was very inspiring for me because that's the way I see it for myself. Like. That's one thing I will say that I've been able to hold on to in L.A. I have never tried to be anybody else. I have always come to the clubs as me with my type of material and who I am and how I dress. I think the glow is much funner now. Right. <laughs> but that's because I'm really enjoying my painting now. I should call it that. Yeah. My canvas looks good. Well, but I love her. That's so inspirational. We, we have our own show together, her and I. Uh, right. It is Beyonce Inspire. It's off the Renaissance, based off the Renaissance tour. So Cozy is a song on the album, and her favorite song is Energy. So we pushed those two together, and Beautiful. we created a show. How many comedians do you have on each time? Uh, we have eight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. we're going to do a long show, but so it is... Ninety yeah. minute, 90 minute show. I believe so, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's uh, September 26th. Okay, excellent. And it's Tuesday it, it, so at seven thirty in the lab. And try to come by and see it. Please yeah. come support. Yeah, I really need. Really I need the support. I'm really learning this transition of like. It doesn't matter how many damn followers you have. Selling tickets. Sell. Oh, yeah. be hard, baby. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Did nobody tell me? She's got a show. Ain't nobody tell me. I have a show at Genghis Cohen. It's Trust hard. Me, the anguish of doing it is all about selling those tickets. And the thing about LA is most people. Don't buy tickets. I know. Until the day of the show. That's what my friend was saying. And I'm like, I hate that. So you're losing it's sleep really and you're panicking. No. And you wake up the morning of your show and go like, I got six tickets yeah, sold yet. And then, yeah. I know. Pain, I'm in that place. Pain, and stressful. Just, it has been, I honestly, you know, our first one, we must have just had beginner's luck. We really did great. And then our second one was like, oh, shit. And then, <laughs> and then this one, we've been really working hard. So we're hoping that it turns out good. But Is it monthly? We are hoping to move it that way. Okay. Because she just okay. moved here. We oh, were doing okay. it on and off because she would go back to New York. But now she lives here. And so we're going to try to continue. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds it, fantastic. It really opens doors. Does it? It opens. It's, it's open. but I'm enjoying it's it. One of, <laughs> it's one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. And uh, I almost quit yeah. because it got because it became Every overwhelming. Month. And uh, <laughs> but no, I almost quit in the very beginning, like mm -hmm. after the the second or third show. And uh, and my manager at the time talked me into keeping it. She said, "Are you sure? Because it's really competitive. It's really difficult it is. to get a show." Um, it, at the lab, Hollywood yeah. Improv is anywhere, but at the lab, you know, it's really competitive it and everyone is hitting them up I know. for shows. And I'm so grateful that I hung it on. Is. It, it is. And like we are in a, I remember like meeting you. We met at an open mic, I believe. We probably did. Like, was gosh. it Bobby Oliver? Yes. Yeah. Gosh, like wow. years ago. Yeah. Years ago. That's a really supportive wow. Yeah, room and so like to see you still here and doing your thing, it's like good because like... Not a lot of us Not a lot of us are still here. Yes. Yo, it, it'll churn you up, man. I mean, yeah. a lot of people just don't have the stomach for it, you know, and you really yeah. have to have that sort of, I, I don't want to say killer instinct, more of that masochistic, I don't care if I get killed. Instinct. Yeah, you could have mm. just said you have to be crazy. You got to be crazy. You got to be crazy. You gotta I was like, simplify crazy. that for nuts. the people. Yes, you got yes. to have that. You do literally. You have to be a little crazy to believe in something that what we do because there isn't a guarantee. And I even feel that, like this for myself when I see my friends that have their doctors or their, 
you know, engineers and they live a completely different life than we yes, do. Yes, they got security and exactly. they own property. You and feel more crazy. You're like, oh, I'm what am into I living now? on the edge and not right. knowing if I'm going to be able to pay I my mean, rent. But be, Being born as an artist is a gift. Deciding to do it for your life is a curse. Yeah, it's you hard. Know? It really is. And once you sign up for that, all bets are off. I know. Yeah, once you're in it, you're in it. You're, you're in, in it. you're in it. You're in it. You know? And that's that's the hard part a lot of times. That's why people, when they are trying to transition of possibly leaving the business, they're like really depressed because it's once you're in it, you're in it. You're you there's you have to be dedicated to something like this. Yes. So yeah, but everybody I know who's left, everybody I know who's left and either got their success and then moved to Maine and opened a deli. Or just never got their success <laughs> and left and did whatever they so wanted random. to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's they all kind say, of fly, though. leaving was hard, but I'm so glad I'm out. I'll never go back. Yeah. Kanye West has a really good line. He says, uh, giving up is harder than trying. Wow. Yeah. They be saying he crazy, but I'll be like, yeah, that man that be talking shit. Yeah. He be talking Actually, that really. shit. Oh, I, I still. I, I mean, he I a little off, though. It's, it's not yes, well. He's not but, well. But, but his music... I'm sorry. You know, sometimes they say people that are really smart are really crazy as well. He, his music two is, sides. They've been saying that about me great. for years. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. That's <laughs> good. You on your way. <laughs> We're all you on your nuts. way. We're the all more crazy you get, the well, better it's going to look. That's the way I feel about Listen, it. Listen. You know, I don't make any excuses for who I am. You shouldn't. I don't. The way things are ours in our world now, that wouldn't even make sense. A lot of trial and error right. in my life. It wouldn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, like the way, like I look at the way things are now, you're like, have a good time, bitch. Have a good time. One Don't time in the whole bag. This is the only show. <laughs> okay. I say you got this one time in this body. No rehearsal. Live your best life. You get one time in this body. You know what? Have fun doing it. And if it still look good, wear that then tight ass absolutely. dress. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Even if you don't look good, wear the tight ass dress. You got one body that's going to be this hot. That's it. Drink that wine and put on your boots. And yes. I don't care if they see okay. my love handles. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to wear it anyway. So where do, where do people find you? How do they find you? For all the listeners that we have, how do they find you? Uh, I'm on all social media platforms as Fatima Talia. Um, it's Fatima Talia on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, my YouTube, um, and then on my Instagram, you can click on a link and you can find all my shows. Okay, so right. you like your link tree or whatever. Yes. Yeah, the bio. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, you just keep destroying. Thanks, You're girl. doing yeah. so, so well. Thank I'm, you, girl. I'm honored to know you. Thank you. And, I feel like it's been a long, I, it, long it has road. Been, it has <laughs> been. been a long road. And it's just fun to see everyone's journey. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I'm grateful. I am very grateful for it. But I thank you for having me. And thanks for being on. Oh, we appreciate you coming on for sure. For sure. And And the the wine. And you guys know my the way to my heart. I love it. Good wine. Good. (laughs) Well, come back. Come back to Bottle Shock as well. You're always invited. I'm going to come by and support anyway. And I'm going to I'm going to do the same. Please come. Absolutely. We go back up in January. My show at Genghis Cone Big Apple Comedy. Okay. So I'd love to have you on as soon as we. Yeah. Let me know. I'm totally down. It's a great room. Okay. Well. That was it with uh, our really fun talk with yeah. Talia. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that in. was it for our really it. fun talk. That was it. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, this is volume, volume one. Volume uh, one. So uh, thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. Yes. And we'll see you next time Cheers. on Cheers. Drinking During Business Hours. The